0: Luna Lover, the podcast, acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Um. Podcast. I'm your host Jordana Levine and welcome to the first new moon of 2024. I've said it a few times already, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but the Gregorian calendar, which is the calendar we all live and breathe by, really doesn't have anything to do with astrology. So I always find like a new year period not all that significant. However, Capricorn is the sign we enter a new year with. And the Capricorn New Moon is probably the best kind of new moon to bring in a new year. So with that in mind, let's chat about it. The Capricorn New Moon takes place on Thursday, January 11 at 10.57am in Sydney, 11.57am in London and 6.57am in New York. You know, what's wild. I just realized, maybe I'm a little bit behind everyone else, but I just realized we didn't have a Capricorn New Moon in 2023. We had one in December, 2022, and then we've got this one now in January, 2024. But 2023 itself was void of a Capricorn new moon, which I don't know. I think that makes this one extra special. We spoke about Capricorn energy in the Capricorn season episode. Definitely listen to that if you haven't already, because I don't want to repeat myself too much, but when we're looking at a Capricorn new moon, I reckon working with the long-term clarity and vision of Capricorn is the way to go. The objective of the sign is really to maintain integrity while achieving its intentions or its goals. I mean, if ever I've heard of a mantra for a new moon and manifestation, it is that, right? I think what's most advantageous with Capricorn's energy or rather encouraging is that its strategy requires patience, endurance, and self-discipline, yeah? It doesn't, like, rush forth like Aries or got lost in fantasies and dreams like Pisces. It's not overthinking it like... Gemini or diving in with blind faith like Sagittarius so as we head into 2024 can you give your visions for the future some structure stay grounded and practical in your pursuits this is Capricorn yeah we can get innovative and inventive with our ideas when we hit Aquarius season in a couple of weeks and then we've got the Aquarius new moon but this moon this Capricorn New Moon, we're channeling the dependable, practical, reliable, committed and responsible intention setter that has the utmost confidence in their own potential. Capricorn is all about tangible results. So really take this time to work out what it is that you desire for yourself and then strategize the action steps it will take to get there. If you've been toying with the concept of new year's resolutions may I suggest you don't (laughs) and instead you take some time on the Capricorn new moon to set some intentions for the year ahead yeah it's less about well not completely void of I've got to be careful as I say this it's less about feelings and positive affirmations with the Capricorn new moon it's more about taking inspired action that leads to results The mantra for Capricorn is I master. And boy, is there a balancing act that has to happen there. What can you master? What skill or talent can you hone in on and celebrate without becoming so self-disciplined in the pursuit of it that you forget to exist in reality? Because here's the thing with Cap Energy. They're all about reality. Yeah, But often they forget that part of real life is making mistakes, failing, feeling, experimenting, not knowing. And part of the balancing act is being able to invite all of that in while still maintaining some sort of self-responsibility and self-discipline. A very important, important, is that the word? A very potent influence on this new moon is Pluto right? We spoke about what Pluto is up to this year in last week's episode when we spoke about the astrology of 2024. But at the moment, during this new moon, it's sitting right in the final degree of Capricorn. So at 29 degrees Capricorn, which is very close to where this new moon is. So while we have visions for the future, and we're likely in planning mode, Pluto is all about the death and rebirth cycle, right? So there is a death, or an ending that's also taking place at this time in order for that to happen. Now, Pluto is about the death and rebirth cycle regardless, but because it's in that final degree of Capricorn, it's really in its death phase of being in that sign before it's rebirthed into Aquarius. But for transformation to really occur, there's got to be a releasing, right? Pluto doesn't play on the surface. Oh, no, no, no. It goes deep. So this new moon might be about doing a little bit of excavating on what desires are lying deep within you. Capricorn wants you to take responsibility. So be real with yourself here. Perhaps asking the question, what is preventing me from manifesting my intentions is a really good place to start. We actually go quite deep into this In the bonus subscriber episode this week, we talk about limiting beliefs, yeah, and how we're going to be releasing those in 2024. Because whatever's stopping you from manifesting, whatever intentions you set in 2023 that didn't manifest, or perhaps you're thinking about um, setting with this new moon and they haven't manifested in the past, I guarantee you it's coming down to a belief that you are running over and over again that's getting in your way. If you want to listen to that episode, you can always become a subscriber and there's a link to do that in the show notes of this episode. So Pluto, Pluto has been in Capricorn for 16 years, right? So I want you to cast your mind back 16 years ago to 2008. I don't know why I'm talking like that, but (laughs) I felt it in my bones and so I wanted to do it. What have you been moving through during that 16 year cycle? What is ready to change? Now, this might seem like a ridiculous thing to mull over. What themes could I possibly draw from a 16-year period? But I did this just for shits and giggles as a little experiment. And for me, it was crystal clear. Yeah, If I look at the house that Pluto had been moving through for the past 16 years, and now look at the things I'm working on in 2024, as it's going to move out of Capricorn and into Aquarius, and for me, move into a different house... It makes total sense that a death needs to happen in order for transformation to sweep on through. Capricorn wants you to be the initiator of the closing of that chapter. Capricorn where Pluto has been, but also where this new moon is, right? So rather than just crossing your fingers and hoping for the best, we're going to initiate that death. Make sense? Do the work now. Trust me, Capricorn is all about longevity. And if you can set clear intentions on a Capricorn new moon, they've got some serious staying power, but only if you hold up your end of the bargain. So next question for you to ask yourself, what responsibility can I take for my own future? I think a big part of this is also honoring that 16 year journey. What did you learn? How have you transformed? What are you most grateful for? And I really, I really want you to do this, guys. Like, you probably listen to this podcast and I'm like, hey, do this, do that. And you don't do it. And that's fine because I probably wouldn't do it either. But this one I want you to do. I want you to really set aside some time 10 minutes, that's all I'm asking to do this. Don't skim over the lessons of the last 16 years. Warning, fair warning, I'm gonna be a bit of a nag with you this year on the podcast, yeah? When I pose questions to you, I want you to really ponder them. When I leave you with tasks to initiate the energy of a moon or a season, I want you to start experimenting with them. Right. Whether you're a subscriber or you're just a free listener, I love you all the same. And it would be really helpful to have what I call a lunar journal or an astrology journal or just somewhere where you can start to document what you're feeling with each new moon, with each full moon, with each change of season, with each Mercury retrograde, with each eclipse and start slowly. You'll start to put the pieces together. And it's really exciting. And if we can start to sort of learn the lessons of uh, things that have come up in the major transits, like something like this, a huge outer planet moving signs, and we start to see the significance in it, we can start to see what an incredible role astrology plays in our life. And at the same time, we're learning a bunch of stuff about ourselves. Another big theme of the podcast this year is um, mental health, right? Like, I know that seems like a silly thing to say, but you know I've been writing this astrology book and the more I write it, the deeper I go into it, the more I realized how impactful astrology has been on my own mental health. I don't mean it in the fact that like astrology is a cure-all or a remedy for mental health conditions, but I really think what astrology has granted me, which is greater self-awareness, has really helped me... To not only understand my own inner psyche and my own anxieties better, but help me settle them as I realize the cycles that not only the signs are moving in, but the planets are moving in, that I'm moving in along with them, yeah? So that's going to be a reoccurring theme throughout the podcast this year, so hopefully you're okay with that. All right, my loves, let's talk about some ways we can work with the Capricorn New Moon. First off, I want you to set some intentions, but also... As you're doing that, I want you to outline what your limiting beliefs are around those intentions because I guarantee you have some and it's really good to just have an awareness of them so that we can start to catch them in the moment. We talk about that in the subscriber episode as well. When you're setting your intentions, we always write them in the present tense. Uh, We inject feeling into them. We don't set intentions for other people. We make it very self-focused and we don't get too bogged down in the specifics if you want some help setting intentions you might like to consider becoming an ascendant subscriber we do a new moon and a full moon circle every month and in the new moon we do some journal activities we talk a little bit more about the energy of the moon we do some meditation and we set intentions the next thing the next way to work with the Capricorn new moon is plan for the year again, I I keep plugging the subscriber episode this week. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to do that. But in this week's bonus subscriber episode, we speak about different ways that you can plan for the year, right? So thinking less about boxes that need to be ticked and more sort of in terms of values to align with, feelings to cultivate, right? I think, you know, when we think of, Capricorn. It's a lot of structure. It's a lot of method. It's a lot of form. And that's really great. Um, But sometimes we can box ourselves in a lot with even when we call them intentions. Let's be honest. A lot of the time we're setting goals. And when we set goals, there is risk of failure. And I don't want anyone to feel like that. So the way that I've started planning my year is very different. Um, and I've been doing it for a few years now it works really well for me so I give a little bit of insight into that in the bonus subscriber episode this week next way to work with the Capricorn new moon uh, I want you to do those exercises I said around Pluto all right it's a huge component of this new moon um, and I think if you can do it either on the new moon or before the new moon, like in preparation, I think you're going to be granted some pretty special stuff as a reward <laughs> during the Capricorn new moon. And then the last thing is be easy on yourself. Yet Capricorn is a bloody taskmaster. Perhaps you're married to one or you're related to one or you work for one or you are one. <laughs> either way, you can relate to that they like to whip you into shape. So if you're doing that to yourself, which we all tend to do at this time of year, and especially during Capricorn season, show yourself compassion. Slow and steady often wins the race, right? It's not just a saying, it's actually true. All right, my loves, that is it. I am going to be back. Next week, your episode's going to come a little later in the week. We're going to talk about Aquarius season, which kicks off on the 21st of Jan. Yeah, so that will be next week's episode. Now... Not long until Celestial Storytelling kicks off. So if you are keen to join me for that course, if you want to deepen your knowledge around astrology, if you want to be able to read your own natal chart and the natal chart of your friends and family, then you might like to consider joining me for that course. We kick off on the 4th of March. If you have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram. Otherwise, there's a link in the bio to sign up. Uh, You can pay in full or you can pay using a payment plan which uh, is three installments over a three-month period. I would love to have you join me and the 68, 69 other people that have signed up already. I'm so excited. Those people are all over the world as well, right? So if you're worried that you're not going to have people um, in your time zone or in your hemisphere, (laughs) don't worry. Um, there are people from everywhere, from Australia, from New Zealand, from the UK, from the US, from Europe. It is a smorgasbord of people. Um, and there's two times for live calls. So there's a Wednesday night call for uh, Aussies or anyone who wants to tune in at that time. Maybe you're up at two in the morning. Um, and then there's a Thursday morning Australian time call for US and UK which is afternoon or evening depending on where you guys are. Um all right, so for all of the information on that there's a link in the show notes of this episode. If you want to book in for a natal chart reading you can, I've got a special 15% discount on natal chart readings that runs until the 12th of January, which is this Friday. Um, So if you have been meaning to book yourself in for a natal chart reading, this week is the week to do it to receive that 15% off discount. I don't often discount natal chart readings, but it was a new year and I thought, why the hell not? Um, I am booked out until March though. So if you do book yourself in, you'll be booking in for March or after. But yeah, if you want a discount, definitely jump on that. All right, my loves, I will be back next week. Until then, I'm Jordana Levine, and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,